0: I'm you ever Brodsky. notice how Gilligan screwed everything up every episode? He really did! Of he would have the but then he always he always saved the day, though, too. He right. Did. He was a,
1: a good guy. He was a, a hero. A, a fine sailor. You ready? Yep. Go, Thurston.
2: <laughs> Fratelloni's Ace <laughs> Hardware. I'm begging you. I'm All down right, on my buddy, knees. It's
3: fun Friday. Yes. <laughs>
2: Speaking of that, why is it fun? I don't know. It's just Joe, just go Joe. Ace Come Hardware on. and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number four hundred and ninety-eight, November thirteenth, twenty twenty. Seventy-one degrees was the high on this day, and that happened in nineteen ninety-nine, mm-hmm. and it was zero in nineteen eighty-six.
4: And no. From the mayor's office Why was it fun Friday? House, we don't do that, Reavers sure It's just Friday. Like.
1: Nothing to do it.
4: It's Garage <laughs> Logic With Rookie on Production
3: Chris Reavers, Director God. of Social Media John <laughs> Hyder settle <laughs> down, man occasionally uh, Kenny to From the Crabby Coffee Shop. Shop. Shop Here is your flashlight king Fireworks commissioner And keeper of common sense Your mayor Joe
2: Sushan. We are excited. It took a lot of work. I I was partaking in it, but Rook did the heavy lifting, uh, talking to Jesse Ventura at length. Uh, He refuses to accommodate uh, any American media, but we played on our long relationship with him and Rookie's long friendship with him. And we have Jesse Ventura joining us Monday. And I am deadly serious when I say I really am going to find his take on current affairs extremely interesting. And I I can't wait. I'm serious. This is going to be interesting. This is not he's not coming on so we can make sport. Uh, He's coming on because I, I really want his thoughts about what's taking place right now in this country.
1: Uh, talking to the governor off the air, which I have for quite some, I've spent some time chatting with him. He has a lot of stuff to say. And I know he's really, he's just, he's blurting it all out, and he has comments on the governor or uh, on the uh, the president, uh, the the office, the country. And uh, what what he will tell you will surprise you, and it'll be exciting.
4: Rook, have you watched no, his uh, his television show? Can you I, watch it? Can you stream it? I mean, it's, he, R- works Ru- he works for he works for Russian television. I have the link if you want it. Oh, please send it to me. I'd well, love to see it. Yeah. Well,
2: here it's in my email. I believe Tom Lyman in Mumbai, India, sent me a link that uh, allows you to watch uh, the uh, Jesse on uh, Russian television. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can find this. Well, I don't, you don't need to do it now. You got, got a
4: show to do. You can Just wait to later. Yeah, so.
2: but I'm just wondering. Don't tell me I deleted it. Nope, it's right <laughs> no, here. We can uh, find yeah, it. It's yeah. right here. I will forward it to Reavers, and you take care of giving it to everybody else. You got it. Uh, forward is this arrow, and that would be <laughs> there. We go. That be C, right there boom that one. there, there go it that. goes isn't that cool is that my boom. new
0: tv there it get goes us this? back on track now Such, because there's something you wanted to bring up that i'm dying to hear oh geez i gotta get it back up on the. oh my word i just went off uh oh no <sighs> rookie phil it. for 15 minutes
4: here hold on it well, all, started all of in-
5: <laughs> this make jack benny come back what the did big-
4: you lose Such?
2: a piece that was just breaking that I wanted to read. I can find it. Everybody bear patience with me. It's uh,
1: Here's what RT America is. It's a U.S.-based, pay television and Internet-based news channel, which is part of the RT Network, a global multilingual television news network based in Moscow, funded and controlled by the Russian government. The channel is registered as a foreign agent with the U.S.
4: Department of Justice under the Foreign Registrations Act. Hmm. Is there a network locally that carries it? Or I should say in this country that carries it? see. Programming, ownership,
1: uh, and I'm trying to see where the digital terrestrial television, Cox Communication. Oh,
0: the, bo- uh, the body's not going to get in trouble for going on Russian TV. Is I don't he? think
1: so. Channel 280 on Dish Network. Oh, there you go. Uh, channel 8084 for high def. DirecTV channel 321. Very Listen good. to this. All okay. right.
2: Religious liberty and free speech are among Americans' personal freedoms potentially imperiled along with government overreach during the coronavirus pandemic, Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito warned yesterday. Tolerance for opposing views is now in short supply, Alito added in a virtual keynote speech to a conference of the Conservative Federalist Society in which he referenced the current state of discourse in the nation's law schools and the broader academic community. Many recent lawsuit graduates Law school graduates claim they face harassment and retaliation for any views that depart from law school orthodoxy, Alito said. In certain quarters, religious liberty has fast become a disfavored right, he said. For many today, religious liberty is not a cherished freedom. It's often just an excuse for bigotry, and it can't be tolerated even when there's no evidence that anybody has been harmed. Uh, Let me scroll down. Uh, Come on, don't fail me now, computer. Come on, baby. Come on. He cited the Supreme Court cases of little sisters of the poor an order of Roman Catholic nuns who were exempted from a requirement to provide birth control coverage to employees in Colorado Baker, who was allowed to refuse service to a gay couple for their wedding. No employees with little. I wanted to find what he said about the uh, the pandemic uh He also said that houses of worship have been treated unfairly compared to other businesses during the pandemic, like the case of casinos in Nevada. Nevada was unable to provide any justification justification for treating casinos more favorably than other houses of worship, he said. The court still deferred to the governor who favored the state's biggest industry. Uh, He warns that the pandemic is an excuse to religious liberty is in danger of becoming a second-class right, he warned, adding concerns about free speech in the Second Amendment. He said there was hostility toward unfashionable views before the pandemic, but said that free speech on campuses and at some corporations is now in danger you can't say that marriage is a union between one man and one woman, Alito said until very recently that 's what the vast majority of Americans thought now to say that is considered bigotry. Uh, judges dedicated to the rule of law have a clear duty. he added saying they can't compromise principle or rationalize any departure from uh well this jumped around on me uh, any departure from what they are obligated to do. Uh, he said he's confident the court won't do that. He finally mentioned the late Justice Antonin Scalia's belief in originalism, the interpretation of the U.S. Constitution, based on its public meaning at the time of its adoption. The COVID crisis has highlighted constitutional fault lines, he said, but stressed in his 15 years on the court, good work has been done to protect freedom of speech and religious liberty and the structure of government created by the Constitution. He closed by saying that standing up for the Constitution and freedom is work that lies ahead for for all Americans, holy mackerel! Those are some powerful, powerful yeah, words. Are. Powerful, yeah, powerful yep. words. Wow! Uh, and this was covered by CNN, Fox News, The Guardian. It's not just uh, your conservative news gathering institutions. Uh, this is this is a, an amazing, an amazing uh, address to, given by a Supreme Court justice saying uh, this pandemic has been a great excuse uh, to to infringe on personal liberties, most specifically religious liberties.
0: So there you have it. Mm. But that kind of leads us into a discussion about how wrong all of us were yesterday, John and I, and how right you were, <laughs> doesn't it? it? Because well, that I... kinda of fits kind of fits in with what you were already preaching about. Uh, I, I think I can address that <laughs> I have all my Kevlar on, I've got right, the, ready. Uh, I've got a helmet on, I've got big hockey gloves on. Yeah,
2: that's a Give bad it to me, Such. Well, well, the context is that, and again, I could very well have been making too much of it, but the context uh, context was that in the latest COVID restrictions, uh, the governor and Chris Erisman, uh, Chris Erisman said, you know, you see your brother-in-law and sister-in-law at a table uh, outside on a patio and they're socially distanced. Uh, that, That is less risky, but it still is no risk. Well, I seized upon the idea of there being this Belief that we should be experiencing no risk, and I, yeah, I, yeah. I separated that from the from the illness. I'm not advocating that anyone flaunt any uh, precautions that would help prevent COVID. I was talking about I see I see risk as being eliminated under the guise of the mystery, and that I see it I see it. Uh, that it will be applied to many aspects of life. Kelsey notes, Real GLers knew exactly what you were saying. Those in power are trying to groom us for future shutdowns. Another example of fostering fear is how they have now convinced an entire generation that schools should be closed when it's too cold or too hot because the children would be at risk. We laughed at that in the beginning and now it's just an accepted concept. Don't back down to height who would love to spend his whole life in the basement. The <laughs> Joe Biden of Andover and the Douglas County Rube are wrong, and you are right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that was a good one.
2: <laughs> Carrie Klatt, uh she means June Cleaver for Mayfield,
4: right. writes, right.
2: <laughs> Joe, you can make fun of me, but Christmas music is in full force in my house. My favorite Christmas song is Oh Holy Night. Oh, I love and that And there's one. a very simple line in it that I think all of us in GL could keep in mind this mm-hmm. Christmas season, The Thrill mm-hmm. of Hope. Yesterday, you guys talked about the idea of eliminating risk. It was part of a COVID discussion, and yes, we should all be responsible when it comes to the virus. But I really do believe there are groups of people who want to live a life with little to no risk, relying on the government for direction. In fact, I know a few people like that. In my mind, the idea of no risk means you lose thrill. You lose the ability to progress. It's the excitement that gets you somewhere. It's the option to believe, to fail, to succeed. While a lot of our state and parts of our country continue to live in COVID purgatory, perhaps this holiday season is the perfect reminder that politicians and governments cannot take our thrill of hope away. Only we as individuals can do that, no matter what the governor proclaims. Good luck, June Cleaver from Mayfield.
4: <laughs> you know, uh, I always knew I loved June, and the fact that oh holy night's her favorite christmas song makes mm-hmm. me love her even more hail the flashlight king
2: hail, hail you. you joe i think you've arrived at one of the great confluences of your theories on the mystery and moral and ethical integrity the two concepts are unveiled by our risk tolerance. A few months back, the pirate, Congressman Dan Crenshaw, had an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal on this topic. I think he did a bang-up job explaining how risk tolerance is, la- is aligned to individual core values and beliefs. If you follow the journal articles that Congressman Crenshaw cites, you get into some deep stuff on psychology. I fancy myself as a junior psychologist, so let me summarize. Some folks are wired To be more risk tolerant. The balance of risk is aligned to an individual's understanding of morality. If you permit, I have one more thing to add to this complex theory. In a Darwinian sense, risk drives creativity out of the necessity for survival. This is a core foundation of the American dream by ingenuity through necessity, unlocking opportunity. If we take away the necessity for ingenuity, we mask the opportunity and usher in the mystery. Michael Socorro from New Richmond, Wisconsin.
4: Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe, really quick back to your, um, your, your, the email that you read about uh, Thrill uh, that mm-hmm. you, in the discussion that we were having yesterday. There's a great poem um, that's out there, and I think the line goes, the last one to fall never sacrifice their will, the winner takes all, because it's for the thrill, by my favorite poem, poet, excuse me, Van Halen, in the song Sweet Victory.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to do this Try right again. here. Try
6: again. <laughs> right here. Can you hear that?
0: I can hear that. Yeah, don't break your wrist there. Joe, you got to give them that. I mean, it fits. It, it's apropos. It's like for we were talking about the thrills. Discussion.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> And I thought Those I was
0: going to Did you Honestly, Did you get not. a lot? Did you get a lot of email on the subject? I'm not done. Subject? I'm not done, Kenny. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> no more. All right.
2: Oh, dear it, Mayor, sometimes lately I have worried about how the show has been going, but during today's show, you got back on track. No thanks to Larry Moe and Comrade. <laughs> <laughs> Comrade! <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I'm assuming that means John. Uh, <laughs>
2: you are correct. The political class has no skin in the game, and they want us all to be risk-averse. Walls and his fellow Mysterians want everyone to be beholden to them and afraid. The mandated mass, they shut down... Uh, the mandated mass to the shut down, they slowly opened up and none of it has worked. They have no better idea today than in March, but we're supposed to continue to listen. Uh, then you ask all three dopes and they give you a thousand yard stare as you flounder. All they do is laugh and make fun of you. But Joe, you are the only one who gets it. Tell Kenny and the comrade to stay home. You don't need them. <laughs> Felix from Manhattan <laughs>
0: I think he does need us. (laughs) I think John and I saved the show yesterday. (laughs) And Scott from Invergrove, never afraid and always
6: pushing
2: back. Uh, said there are days when I wish I had a microphone to help you describe a salient point while being jabbed by Kenny and Chris. Yesterday was one such day as it related to your discussion of risk and your theory that those on the third rail are trying to make life risk-free. I cannot agree with you more, and over the course of the years, I have watched systemic, systematic stripping away of what I call courage, in facing daily life. Men like Lieutenant Charles Worley were a dime a dozen in the 1930s and now are few and far between. Personally, I believe I was born in the wrong era as I try to keep a sense of courage in my daily life and is why I sign off my emails with never afraid and always pushing back. Uh, to those who have struggled or even have lost a loved one to this virus, my deepest sympathies. As I am, as I am a man of compassion, however, I am also a man with courage who refuses to, to stop leading, living a meaningful life. Lest we not forget, there are countless other ways that we could perish at any moment of any day. Dying with regret of not living a full life should be the last thing we have on our bucket list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and one more, Good. one more, could, just a Joe, in today's podcast meeting yesterday, you mentioned that the speed limits have dropped to 25 and suggested whimsically that they could drop them to 20. Actually, they are in the process of changing most speed limit signs to 20 at this very time. I guess next they will drop them to 15. Either way, at those limits, you can now easily get a speeding ticket while riding your new bike from EcoFund. Uh, Kevin from Centerville, but don't use my real name. Instead, call me Juan. From Saskatchewan. Oh, well. thanks, Juan.
1: Thanks,
2: Juan. Checking in. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. We could have selected more, but I think we all get the point. And Reaver, yeah. Tom Wilson, yeah. <coughs> frequent emailer, notes: I sensed a note of alarm in Reaver's voice when you said that Fratelloni's might be sold out of snowblowers. I hope they were. For the sake of everyone who has been deprived of a Grunhoffer's meatloaf because Reaver <laughs> showed up and bought out their entire yeah. inventory, fair. that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Did you get one, by the way?
4: Uh, I have not been in communication yet with Mr. Fratelloni, uh, but I will be soon. <laughs> May a we address a snowblower or a meatloaf? What's that? A
1: snowblower
2: or a meatloaf?
4: Probably both. Yeah. May, it's still a meatloaf watch, isn't it? Yeah, very much a meatloaf yeah, watch. Yeah. And I have a Grunhofer question for Rookie later in the program. Got it. Might
2: we address uh, space management? Uh, from Montana, we get to Scott Matura's note that we've had substantial snow twice already here, and I have practiced space management both times. I go one foot off the sides mm-hmm. of the driveway and go a couple of inches over the grass on all sidewalks, boulevard, and all, knowing both times the coming weather was going to melt it all, pushing back and holding ground, Scott in Montana. And Jen... In Brainerd, I'm very proud of this note. I'm a millennial GLer was in charge of all home mowing and snow removal. Awesome. I need a ruling. I need a ruling. We had quite a bit of snow recently. I was on my way to a home we just purchased to plow the Virgin driveway. What do I see when I pull up? Someone had used our driveway as a turnaround, oh. and there are icy tracks all over oh. it. Oh, I was terribly disappointed. Oh. Terribly disappointed. Isn't there an unwritten rule that you don't drive on someone else's unplowed driveway? Yes. To be fair, I was a few days late to plow. What do you think, mm-hmm. Jen and Brainerd? Well, Jen, the only thing that would occur to me is no GLR would have done that to you. Right.
3: All I know GLers who it was would have too. known,
0: huh? I know exactly who it was. All right. It was the bleeping, bleeping tax assessor. Guarantee probably, you. Probably, oh, probably. Snooping around yep, there, trying yep. to find out what you got and what it's worth. Recently and,
1: sold. That's yeah. Pro- yeah, oh, I got you.
0: That is, that's a knife in the heart. I don't know. There's a, I, I guess
5: not
2: a stranger driving on a virgin driveway would be a subset of space management. Uh, I just think that GLers seeing a virgin driveway would never spoil the fun that's in store for the occupant of that property. And gotcha. so whoever whoever turned around in Jen's new driveway didn't know what the hell they were doing. They didn't yeah. know the, the disappointment and the sadness they right. were bringing about. They didn't know the despondency. They had no idea.
1: And it's too early for that to have been a
0: prank because yeah. they, they're, they're not even living there yet.
2: Well, I that's... I.
0: I got into that. Friends, what that is? Yeah.
2: No, I had a friend that we we had a dreadful contest that to see who could be first to race to each other's house and drive up and down their driveway and just destroy <laughs> it. <laughs> Make oh, some tracks. tracks. Yeah. Make some tracks.
0: That is uncool, dude.
2: It's in the GL book. And at one time, he attacked me, and I froze. His, uh, I as I his. Uh, uh, I snowblowed his windshield to the point where the wipers wouldn't work and he couldn't see. and I kept snowblowing the car and he's trying to back out <laughs> and he can't. It was wonderful, wonderful. Very childish. Very childish. Yeah, yeah. That's very all childish. Right. <laughs> nice. Very childish. Now, yeah, we mentioned uh, uh, Grunhoffers. Uh, uh, Tom Wilson did. Uh, he hopes Reavers didn't get a snowblower for all the meatloaf that, that uh, Reavers has taken from Grunhoffers. was old f- stolen. Old-fashioned meats in Hugo, it's right on highway 61, where else at the north end of Hugo? It's uh, meat entertainment. right now, free-range fresh turkeys, 299 a pound. And you can call ahead if you want. 426 2,800. But when you get there, you'll still be tempted by the uh, nature of all the available goods, including the Philly Patties, Rookie Burgers, Brats, thick-cut bacon, double-smoked ham, you name it. It's all available. Stop. At Grunhofer's Old
4: Fashioned Meats. Yes, you had a note? Uh, so, Rook, I have two questions, because I always like to get my food information from the Department of, you know what you should do. So right. that's why I you're brought those questions. Oh yeah, you're, you're doing ask. it all wrong. That's what I meant to say. So tonight, because we got a big tilt in our house, because we're a house divided, yep. we're half Gopher, half Hawkeye in our house, so we're gonna, I'm grilling or not grilling but I'm preparing the rookie burgers that I purchased at Grunhofer's about a week or so ago yeah I usually take the four out and then I slice one of them into thirds and I make sliders for the boys because nice. they're too big nice for the touch boy. how should I do it take a knife and just cut them no 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 but it's because uh, I'm not busting out the grill should I bake them should I fry how should I prepare them I
1: would I would tell you to uh, like broil them broil
4: Put what them in temperature?
1: The, I would go. Uh, I would go 400. 400. How long? Uh, when they're bleeding on top, that's when you flip them. Okay. When what? you see the red on top, when it bleeds out a little bit, red that's when top. you flip them over. All right. That, Qu- that's when you know that half is done. Question
4: gone. number two. I also purchased. I'm going to prepare this probably on Sunday. A uh, a porchetta, a big giant. Uh, t- uh You know what was it? A tenderloin? A, a yeah, roast? Yeah, whatever yeah. it's called. Talk to me. What do I do? What, it's it's in the freezer What the hell now. are you doing? Is this Julia get Child Hour?
1: Yep. Uh, thaw it first. Okay, sounds get good. Get it out of the freezer first, and then thaw it through. And what are you going to do? In the smoker or crock pot? How should I do it? Should I dice it? What do you think? No, if you're going to crock pot it, just throw it in there with some Lipton <laughs> onion soup mix. Please, God help me. Lipton onion soup mix and maybe let some uh, uh, let a let beer go. to go. get a little moisture in Ooh. it. And then I'd go Forget for Forget it, button.
4: Kenny. It's Chinatown. Eight hours on high. <laughs> Eight hours on high. Yeah, okay, all right. Very good. Very good. That's great. Grunhoffers, old fashioned. Wait, <laughs> In don't Hugo. go to break it. Don't Dubai. go to break it. Yeah. Wait,
0: wait, don't go to break. What? I I inadvertently said Harlan's razor earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hanlon. Ha- Harlan's razor is a whole different deal. <laughs> he
7: is the brother of Harry's razor. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's the lesser Hanlon. known. Lesser known. It's
0: Harlan. Hanlon. Okay, now hit a button. Highway
1: 61, button. Grunhoffers. 5960.
7: He's recently reviewed the history of root
2: beer.
4: Here's Joe Souchere. Actually, here's
1: here's Rookie.
2: Yeah, There is a root in root beer. It's Sassafras. Nice.
1: Man, is that good. I'm going to really get a lot of mileage out of that this weekend, I
2: think. Good, I'm glad.
1: Say, uh, if you want to get a lot of mileage out of not having an electrical bill, well, then you need to be in touch with my guys. They are LiveWireSolarMN.com. Two wonderful guys, Troy and uh, Tim, are going to save you a lot of money on your electrical bill with solar, but also, solar's a great idea. In fact, I was just talking to the governor, Ventura, who does have solar. He's involved with solar. He said it's the greatest thing he's ever done. Really? He d- Exactly. I don't know if he talked to uh, Troy and Tim, but uh, he does make full use of it, and his electric bill is next to nothing. But, I want to tell you about something else about Troy and Tim at uh, LiveWireSolarMN.com. They are electrical... Contractors. So if you're doing any kind of commercial tenant build out, you need to call Livewire. They specialize in helping all kinds of businesses, you know, doing the build outs, the remodels, or Maybe you need to upgrade your panel at home, add some circuits. Livewire can help. They'll help you in your home with traditional electrical work. Maybe you need to replace or upgrade circuit breakers, add some outlets, install car chargers, and maybe a backup generator. Bottom line, if you need electrical work done, call Troy and Tim at Livewire. They are GLers, and they will take care of you. Go ahead and get a free estimate on solar. LiveWireSolarMN.com.
2: Jesse would lie on his roof in a snowstorm if he thought that would reduce his electric bill.
1: <laughs> I think he would. He's got his first dime. Baby. He's
2: the son of a man who kept cash hidden under the living room rug. <laughs> yes. His his dad was a tank uh, driver in World War II. Yes. He I was, didn't
4: know that. He
1: wow. has a uh, and then he worked for I believe the city. Yeah. And his mother was. Tell that
2: story, Rook, about the money. Okay. It's one of the great stories.
1: Uh, George and uh, Bernice uh, were his his parents. And uh, she was head of the head nurse of anesthesiology at one of the major hospitals. So she had a really good job. He, I think, worked for the city. But he came home one day, and there was carpet uh, being changed out. The carpet guys were there, and they had pulled out the old carpet. They were putting in the new mats, the new carpets. And he immediately went into a flop sweat, looking at each room, seeing what's going on, uh, and he, he just was acting very excited. And, uh, and Bernice, she said, oh, George, what, what's the matter? He's like, I, I lost something. I can't find something. I, I, don't, I don't know where it is. And she held up a little paper bag and said, was this what you were looking for? And it was a paper bag of money. He had he had cut a slit in the carpet, and he had he was putting money in there. You know, he was an old school. <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, you know, what do you call it? Thirties or whatever it was. Depression era yeah. 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 So he was stuffing money in there, and he was he was so worried that the carpet guys had taken rolled, the money because he didn't tell up, her. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't telling Ma. So yeah. she held it up and said, "Is this what you're looking for?" And he almost flopped on the floor. Jesse said it was
0: just so <laughs> That's great. <"Wow."> yeah. <laughs> what a great story! Yeah. Yeah.
1: She was a nurse in the African theater, so she was a World War II veteran as well. Oh, wow! Oh, wow! Yeah. So wow. they're both. Uh, they both have uh, uh, history with the World War II.
2: Looking forward to it Monday, Jesse. Hail the Flashlight King! Hail, hail you. hail you,
3: Mayor! The bleakest you know. sushere. <laughs>
2: That was the best line ever. This just came in. This just came in. Joe, you touched on the point of how our political leadership is wanting more power and creating more rules to try to control the population. The dum in the back started ridiculing you on your train of thought about risk level. This got me thinking as I drove down the service road of life. I work in the food industry, and we are still working on site. There is really no option for us to work from home. I constantly hear from political leaders and business leaders that we need to distance, you need to wear a mask, don't gather, etc. Well, I hate to break it to people, but that can be tough to do when you have to get things done and keep things running, short-staffed, and meet order demands. One example is wearing a mask with safety glasses working in a hot area trying to replace a bearing. The frustration for me comes from people who have the option of working from home and start chastising people why we can't keep up with all the rules and regulations, keep up with the demand, and do it with people constantly going out for testing because someone across the break room coughed while they were eating lunch. As you touched on Joe, there is no zero risk option here. How do we balance the risk and still keep our sanity and our economy? I don't see it from either side of the political aisle. The Dakotas are seeing high cases right now. I don't think that is all due to not wearing masks and not social distancing. I think it's because we are all working. It seems mostly as a group, we have decided to accept some risk and move on with life. Most of the economy out here is agriculture, energy, or food production. All pretty essential to the people who want to stay home. Good luck, Teddy from the Rough Rider State. Hmm. He's got a great point. They're working. They're working. (laughs) How is everybody today? Hey,
1: none of your business. I'm a-okay. Yeah. (laughs) I had uh, three people approach me at the airport and uh, say that they'd listen to the podcast. Nice.
2: Yeah. Well, I want it to be 300 people.
4: I would, too. Uh, By the way, we do have a little bit of breaking news from the Minneapolis City Council. They have approved adding law enforcement officers for the rest of 2020 by a 7 to 6 vote they just
2: have to be dragged kicking and screaming into their into the acceptance of reality don't they they really do it's just amazing they've gone from defund the police to now acquiescing to the idea that not only should they not be defunded they need more help
4: well and how about this morning it was a kstp story let me pull it up here uh mayor jacob fry and the minneapolis city council members continue negotiations to reopen the so-called autonomous zone mm-hmm. so we're, we're, we're continuing to negotiate
1: how about a nice big bulldozer go through i, and do I it. have
2: that as my next oh. point of topic because i'm i'm fascinated minneapolis city officials are reaching out to community activists about coming to an agreement regarding the reopening of 38th street in chicago uh, the intersection known as George Floyd Square has been blocked off to traffic since Floyd's death on November 9th, Mayor Fry, Council Vice President Andrea Jenkins, and Council Member Alondra Cano sent a joint letter to the leaders of Meet on the Street. The continued full disclosure of the street is harming local. The continued full closure of the street is harming local business, and some may not be able to survive much longer under the current conditions. Read the letter. Many residents, while supportive of creating space for the memorial, would also like to see the neighborhoods reconnected. Are you kidding me? You. This is the hens having to convene a meeting of foxes to beg them to leave them alone. Yep. Th- this, mm-hmm. this is such a, an incompetent group of political activists that they've completely lost sight of the fact that the taxpayers paid for those streets. It has nothing to do with so-called self-appointed community activists insisting they should be closed. A forklift should have been in there four months ago, lifted those barriers out of there and said, you're done playing fort. This is nuts. Put some flowers on the sidewalk if you want, and maybe we can create a roundabout for George. But these streets are going to be open. And now what have we had? Our second significant snowfall of the year, and it's still barricaded. And these, the mayor and these activists have gone to the people on the street saying, can we please reopen this?
4: They have it completely backwards. Yep. Mm-hmm. And think completely of the backwards. precedent you are setting by, by doing it this way, by handling business this way. You're just you're emboldening the next group to do the exact same right. thing. We are so close, so
0: dangerously close to becoming Portland right now. So and Seattle, so close. They've got to show some backbone right now, Joe. The place is rife with blood uh, gang members. With the bloods are in there. It's peaceful by day and it's a gun battle at night. Yep. Thirty eighth in Chicago. Well, that's and here's what, last week, that's exactly here's what, what I heard. At 7 o'clock at night, Joe, pop, 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 and it wasn't fireworks. In mm-hmm. August, city officials had plans
2: to remove the barricades in the surrounding streets as part of a phased reopening, but ultimately delayed the plans after receiving pushback. Community activists shared their justice resolution, outlining demands that included creating a permanent memorial and a racial justice healing center, as well as establishing (laughs) entrepreneurship development and youth partnerships in the area. Well, normally that's called school. In a recent letter, the leaders listed ways the city is taking steps toward healing. Among the items included adopting a Truth and reconciliation process to allow for conversations on structural racism due to city policy, setting aside a hundred grand in the budget to develop a vision for a permanent memorial, planning to adopt the 38th Street Thrive Plan, and adding the commemorative street name of George Floyd, I'm sorry, George Perry Floyd Jr. Place. However, With the immediate concerns of snow plowing and emergency vehicle access, the city is looking to implement an interim winter plan city leaders have discussed two options. The first would keep the fist sculpture in the center of the intersection and would shift Chicago Avenue to a converging one-way street while opening 38th Street up to two-way traffic. In the second plan, the sculpture should, would be removed, I'm sorry, would be moved to the northeast corner of the intersection and there would be two-way traffic on both streets. According to the letter, the city leaders are asking for activist input by today, on their thoughts and commitment to a mutually agreeable partnership moving forward. Now, I will say this. <clears throat> politicians have, a, obli- have an obligation to respond to constituents. This is, not, this is not what this is. This is politicians acquiescing to uncontrolled activists who have closed down two city streets. This isn't politicians responding as they should to the concerns of constituents. These are politicians begging the activists to let them reopen the street. Mm. It's just just amazing what we've witnessed and what we've learned since May. It's just amazing what we've learned uh, about the leadership or lack of leadership in Minneapolis. Lack Uh, of. There's no leadership
0: there. Lack of. I
2: did not get to this yesterday, but St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter is announcing his new Crime Prevention Initiative. Oh, good. What is it, Joe? Well, I've been it's, waiting a, for this. it's a new public safety initiative to be locked, launched next week. The resolution says, in part, the St. Paul City Council, in partnership with Mayor Carter, calls for the creation of a community-first public safety commission that, that will that yeah. will center community voices, setting a vision for public safety moving forward. Oh. The draft also said the commission should. Consider the creation of an office of crime prevention ah. and/or office of community first public safety to help support community first public safety, and consider an alternate approach to nine eleven
0: dispatches. I stopped listening. I, I it's just it's all. I know. you're just saying words, Joe. Just I know.
2: Words. I, I read the. Uh, it was a Jay <laughs> Cole piece. It was a Jay oh. Cole piece on Five oh. Eyewitness News, and it was you could. Be linked to the entire city council draft, and I read it, and it, it quite literally is gibberish. It's and then meaningless. Then you reread it. It's and then meaningless. you read it a
0: third time, just so you understood that it doesn't make sense. Oh, Kenny, I did read it twice, oh, looking for a sentence that I could yeah. hang on to. I know. It was like I was in a racquetball court, just getting knocked around by words.
2: Community first, public safety. Do we really? need do you really think do you really think any one of us in any city closest to the country's tallest buildings do you really think we need a vision of what public safety is i know what my vision is don't shoot me right that's my vision vision boom it's not complicated don't carjack me
0: yeah yeah, That's I want vision. to go to University Avenue without, you know, the threat of being carjacked and violently beat up and shot.
4: And it sounds like uh, Mayor uh, wait, Carter. Wait, 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 wait! I'm so sorry, Joe. Uh, this just <laughs> wait, into the what? Garage Logic Newsroom. Mm-hmm. I actually have audio of that new department that uh, Melvin Carter is proposing. Wow. All right.
8: 911. What is your emergency? I need help. There's some people outside. I think they're trying to break into my garage. They're breaking into your home right now. Yeah. Can you send some police? What kind of police?
4: (laughs) What do you mean, what kind of police?
8: (laughs) Due to recent policy changes regarding police brutality, we need to ensure that the officers we send out are guaranteed to not be viewed as racist, trigger-happy, discriminatory in the event of a violent confrontation. So.
3: Can you just send someone to help? I don't know what these people want. My family is here and
8: oh, my god. They just got into the garage. Please send some help! In order to send help, I need to know what race the perpetrators are. Their (laughs) age, their sexual orientation, what gender they (laughs) are, do they have a criminal record? Are they on drugs if they are armed? And if so, what are they armed with? I don't care about any of that! (laughs) Send help now! Sir, we cannot send white officers out there if the perpetrators breaking into your home are non-Caucasian. I can't send officers out there with guns if the alleged burglars are not armed. So, I need to know. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Ah.
1: Welcome to reality.
4: What was that from? That was a clip we played a while back that someone had sent in to us about the new new 911.
2: You'll note that uh, Mayor Carter also sees room here to hire maybe as many as... Two more people right.
0: for this uh, operation. Well, so there's not enough. Advisory board yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Well,
2: Abe, no, they mention it. I'll tell you what it is right here. Mm. Uh, What's
0: it pay? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I've got a resume ready to go.
1: 100K, starting at 100K.
2: The draft said the commission should consider the creation of an Office of Crime Prevention and or Office of Community First Public Safety Uh to support Community First Public Safety and consider an alternative approach to our 911 dispatching, which you just heard. Hmm. At a minimum, explore if any of those calls for service can be more appropriately handled outside of mm. traditional law enforcement.
0: Mm Well, as the new commissioner of crime prevention in St. Paul, I I just want to announce that our mission is to uh, uh, talk about crime prevention, and and we're against... Crime. crime we're against crime yeah we're against crime. Yeah, we're against a crime. it's yeah, a crime yeah, it's, yeah yeah and i'll get back to you on the rest of
2: it <laughs> you could probably pick up about a buck and a quarter for that with full benefits
3: <laughs> just nice. spewing gibberish sure. just saying you know what my just vision hesitant
2: uh, is crime. gibberish
3: hey community first community Te- first
0: technology and stuff right. uh, wow. crime
4: and stuff hey uh mayor carter uh, i have step one for you put these bleeping kids back in school that's step one. Well, here we that's, go. That's probably somebody together. cranked up Reavers oh. again.
2: <laughs> well, I would imagine young parents are uh, going, going crazy. Going yeah. crazy, you
4: yeah. know. We're switching to distance
2: learning as yeah. of the
4: end of school today. It's great. Okay, then.
2: Interested children with disciplined parents can survive distance learning. That's right. that's it. Well, that's, available, available, that's it.
0: Available interested parents, right. Joe. Because right. m- most of us are interested, but, you know. We
4: have jobs. Right. Yeah. Rook, uh, we, the other day we mentioned uh, that, uh, I think in the Pioneer Press, that 39% of St. Paul students are failing right now. Uh, any thoughts on that?
1: Uh, yeah, in fact, I was just talking to someone who was uh, close to the situation in the St. Paul School District, and it's, it's worse than you think. They, they are still passing these kids through. They had a horrible end of the year uh, this is just not oh, any specific boy. school. This is the, the entire system, and there is going to be a huge void because they're not participating online. So-
0: it's not like when you and I were kids and we were getting D minuses and possibly F pluses and they passed us just because they, were they didn't again. want to deal with us. <laughs> right? They didn't want to. It's, see it's us again. because it's it's just across the board failure and they're pushing them through anyway. That's what you're saying.
1: That's what I'm saying. And they're not oh they're not learning because the majority. There are some kids that show up every time on the you know the, the, the proper time to get their lesson, but the majority. They are not, and they do not have the family support to say, get on there and go. Let's go. Let's learn so we can be president someday.
4: Distance learning doesn't work. I think it's
2: Marcy in the Peanut Strip who uh, was fearful of getting her grade on a on an essay she had to write for school, and it was either today or yesterday, and she opened the grade and she got a Z. Oh. <laughs> Rookie, <you laughs> I found one of those? terribly a, amusing. A Z,
1: and I, I, I would have changed it to a Z plus, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I know I got a Z, but there's a plus right next to it. I
2: want a serious uh, answer from each of you right now. Uh, considering, and you could even think of Minneapolis as you shape your answer, considering what we've uh, known has been taking place in Portland, Oregon what, uh, name me what you think most principally needs to be addressed by the mayor, rookie? In Portland or here? In Portland. But we're headed towards Portland, as Kenny says. What, in, in the city of Portland, Oregon, which has been under siege all summer yep. long, yep. what uh, What do you think right now is the number one priority for the mayor of Oregon? I want quick answers here.
0: Uh, Crime. I, I would, yeah, I was going to say. Run Antifa out of town oh. today. No more nightly violence it starts last night yep
4: is that your answer get the national guard in there this crime and nonsense has to stop right now i would say crime i'll tell you what it uh, i'll tell you
2: what it really is when we return after just a moment. Wow! But Good first, uh, that is a Whoa, great a
0: tease.
2: tease. Is it chilly
4: there? Speaking of that, yeah, it can be being chilly. Maybe they need some new underwear. Maybe that would lessen the crime and ease That's the tension. That's what the mayor should be worried about in the city of Portland. And I got a great email. Actually, Joe forwarded this to me from Mark. He says the following: Joe, I ordered the wrong boxers accidentally from Chill Boys. I have had uh, too too many brats from the ground and too many spirits from Harmony while riding my e-bike. I can't contacted. contacted Julie from Chill Boys and they sent out the ones I intended to order. Super easy return and super fast shipping. Back to me, the ones I meant to order. Please let Julie from Chill Boys know that she is the best customer service rep that you can ever, ever ask for. Did he put them
0: on? Did he put them on? And so are they now considered used? And uh, are they taking offers on those? uh, You're going to
2: buy used (laughs) ones? Well, it'd be a little oh, cheaper, yeah. wouldn't it, Ken?
0: Yeah, why not? <laughs> Save it a could little have been buck a good there. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
4: So not only do they have the best customer service team, but they have a great special. When you place an order over 40 bucks, it's going to get right to your door fast and free throughout the entire country. The most comfortable underwear you will ever own are found online right now at chillboys.com. And do what Mark did. Let them know at Chillboys that you heard about it right here on the Garage Logic podcast.
2: Chicks really dig him now that he rides a Harley. Used to. Here's Joe Sujere.
0: Yeah, so the other day. They used to dig me,
2: and I used to ride a Harley. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, the other day when Eastbound 94 was closed in Monticello, I was sitting here wondering watching that cam moon motorsports was up on the cam how many glers took a hard right turn and slipped into moon motor sports uh, to check out the bike deals we introduced you to them last week the family-owned giant motorsports shop uh, to the gl podcast Been doing it up for 50 years in Monticello. They have a full shop, parts, apparel, uh, all in-house. And the largest selection of ATVs, side-by-sides, and sluds in the region. You can see them all if you go to moonmotorsports.com. But they also have motorbikes, motorcycles, lots and lots of motorcycles. Honda, BMW, Triumph, KTM, Yamaha, Can-Am, and Ducati. (laughs) I know that weather turned this week. It's kind of brutal, but before you store it away for the winter you gotta know now is the best time to buy a new bike the price is always better in the fall and winter and to top that off manufacturers offer excellent savings some with these no payment deals until 2021 and you buy now moon motorsports is going to give you free winter storage just like that moonmotorsports.com the website to go to, they've been making dreams a reality in Monticello for generations. Your dream bike, it's sitting right there waiting for you. Pull in. It's moonmotorsports.com. Ted Wheeler has won a
2: uh, another term as the mayor of Portland. Well, he's done such Ted, a great job. Ted Wheeler has been in the news all summer. He defeated someone uh, considerably to the left of him, Sarah Iannarone. She's come right. up on the show, and I asked you all, what do you think Ted Wheeler's Uh, most important objective would be right now and we all I would have I would have given the same answer as you guys did he's got to get a handle on reclaiming his own city from the criminal element Uh, but that's that's really not his first priority you ready? Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler who won a second term earlier this month as he narrowly fended off his left-leaning opponent (laughs) not that he isn't left-leaning amid criticism after months of protests and riots is removing gendered language to be more inclusive Mm.
0: Yep. He tweeted the
2: language of the documents wow. that guide the city should reflect our community. Today, council authorized the city auditor to remove feminine and masculine terms from the city charter. Jeez. This important step will help make our documents more inclusive of all gender identities. Portland uh, will not be the first major US city to strike gendered references from its charter Philadelphia and Tulsa Oklahoma both did so in the last year concerning gender neutral words Portland and its home state has long has a long history of leading on politically and socially liberal issues uh, 3 years ago Oregon became the first state in the U.S. to allow residents to mark their gender as not specified on applications for driver's licenses, learner's permits, and identity cards. Under the new rule approved by the Oregon Transportation Commission, Oregonians who select the new option will have an X appear instead of M or F. Wow. The rule was a first for the U.S. David House Spokesman for Oregon's Driver and Motor Vehicles Division, or DMV, told the Associated Press. So you have a city uh, in ruin. Again, I haven't been there, so I don't know how much of the city is in ruin. It's a certainly now a city I would never have intentions of visiting now. Uh, that, uh, given, given their strife and given their problems, this is what they're up to making the language more inclusive by eliminating gender references.
1: Unbelievable.
2: On a side note, I said I wouldn't want to visit Portland. You know it's kind of a sad, uh, a sad realization? <laughs> There's not many cities in America right now that I would relish visiting.
4: Uh, sign me up for San Diego any day of the week. No, okay, but,
2: okay, but they're becoming fewer and farther between. San Diego, uh, I've always wanted to spend more time than I ever have in Nashville uh but nashville's i don't want to
4: nashville's a great city
2: i have no desire right now to go to new york oh, dude. no desire right now to go to los angeles nope. no desire right now to go to san francisco Nope. did i say chicago you, you did but you yeah, kind of have to, you're go forced there. to go there yeah, you right. don't have any choice there mayor <laughs> i don't have to go downtown True. no desire True. to no desire to visit philadelphia no desire right. to be, uh, to visit Baltimore, which I I have previously loved because I've of its just realized attachment that to probably- the
0: water. I think, so far, I've fallen down in all the cities you've named. <laughs> I, I think, just keep talking. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, so gonna it's to run with... down to uh, uh, my, my ricey
7: manor down in Fort Myers and bunked up together. Let's go. You got the left side of the bed, I got the right side.
4: Be like Laurel and Hardy. Oh. Yes,
7: sir, Where's your hand between two pills. Those pillows. Those aren't pillows!
4: You guys That's would be handy. good bunk mates, I think.
2: I don't. I don't want to go to Portland, uh, and I bet Portland was cool. Uh, I can't imagine it's cool now.
4: I have a friend who now works in Portland, and she moved there uh, with her significant other maybe two years ago, and have regretted it ever since. Same really? with beautiful Seattle, huh? Yeah.
2: Oh, I wouldn't want to go to Seattle either. That's another one. Just have no interest whatsoever. Wow. The closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, the more you are seeing American cities in ruin. I know where you you would you would go. You'd go to mm. the Black Hills. That's not a city.
4: Well, yeah, it is. Zip no, Sioux isn't. Falls? Yeah. And, <laughs> well, you go to you go through Wall, and then uh... Uh, Chris, I've been there. I yeah, know how no, to do yeah, it. You yeah, go okay. there yeah, I know how to do it. ride the bike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sneak over
6: seven.
0: You know, a great seven. spot, Souch, uh, west of Portland. Is uh, and it's right on the ocean uh, and right at the mouth of the uh, the Columbia, Astoria and Seaside. Oh, I bet uh, it's neat.
4: Oh, it's just wonderful, wonderful yeah. area. Yeah. Our guy Jeff was just out that way, Kenny, playing golf maybe two weeks ago. Yeah, I want to oh. play
0: Band in Dunes. That's
2: in uh, that's in Oregon. Yeah. There you go. So I don't know how to say Oregon. Am I saying it correctly? Oregon. Yeah,
0: good enough for Oregon. Us. Oregon. 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 It's not Oregon. Oregon.
1: That's a nice track, though. That's a you know, you hit that track and you're uh, you're looking good.
0: Are we?
2: Oh my God, help me! Are we? Are we going to be joined by Patrick? Yeah, we are. <laughs> well,
4: let's go get him. Should we get the big man? Yeah. Oh, See if he's on the track. All right, sounds good.
9: Yeah.
5: Don't you just love the fall in Minnesota? This is the time of year that people are supposed to be done picking apples and making apple crisp and apple pie and caramelizing apples, all those delicious things to eat. In Minnesota, you can be picking apples one day and shoveling snow the next. So what do apples and insurance have in common? When it comes to getting an insurance quote, many people want an apples-to-apples comparison. The Canopy Group can't do that. Here's why. The Canopy Group believes clients deserve only the best insurance coverage for the best price. That's why they only offer combined single-limit coverage. It's the best. Most captive carriers only offer split-limit coverage. This type of coverage leaves you open to gaps at claiming time. That doesn't sound good, does it? It's not good for you. The Canopy Group is often able to increase coverage from split-limit to combined single-limit and save clients money in the process. If you want an apples-to-apples comparison, be prepared. The Canopy Group's apples are much bigger and better than the competition to make sure you're getting the best insurance call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com
2: trying to hear the song it's playing bro i bet you're already at uh, tcf bank stadium I'm close.
10: I'm downtown at the Star Trombone, but I am not uh, going to the
2: football game again
10: tonight. Uh, I'm going to miss that again. Uh, by the way, Red Skeleton, uh, uh, Kenny. Red Skeleton. We no, Red Skeleton. Red Skeleton. We thought his, uh, we thought, we call him Skeleton. Bowl. Yeah, that's but, pretty uh, funny. <laughs> my, my, uh, my mom thought Red Skelton was extremely funny when he made uh, sounds uh you know,
0: Oh you heard enough. that off air discussion yeah Yes yes we, we really cover the deep the again. deep thought pro, uh, <laughs> uh topics off the air don't we
10: Yes well that's I think it's a very good point what happened to the comedian who made uh you know like uh Sounds funny, yeah, so- yeah,
0: yeah. The funny sounds, the or sound Marmaduke, effects. Marmaduke.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> crazy
3: yeah, Marmaduke.
0: That well, now that you got you know me why? thinking about it, I can't think of one. Yeah, it was yeah. that black guy on Police Academy it was the last one we had. Oh, Jonathan Winters t- could do it. Jonathan Winters could do it. But <laughs> yeah. John, you we were uh, away from the mic, Such. I was watch. I told the fellows I was watching an old Ed Sullivan uh, show, and he had uh, another two of them on a week. Or they mm-hmm. just go out there and oh, yeah. do you know planes going over and a locomotive and all sorts of. It wasn't that well, funny you know, either.
10: Hey, there's a there's a the comedy shop documentary. Have you guys seen that? I think it's no. Showtime yeah. or HBO has it. Yeah. Um, a lot of that stuff that we thought was really hysterical back then wasn't all that funny either. But uh, <laughs> you know, then once in a while, Pryor would show up and it'd be fantastic. But. Uh, it was. Uh, it's pretty good, but uh, not. Uh, you know, and not some of it doesn't work as well as it did back then in the seventies when they had that yeah. uh, thing going out in LA. So,
2: have you seen much of the Masters? Uh,
10: not enough. Uh, I haven't uh, today. I've been uh, working, so I haven't seen it. But they uh, apparently are going to get a break in the weather here. They won't what do they get the second round about half done today? Uh, yes. Or some of them will play eight,
2: nine holes and then it'll be over. I think and, there's uh, people going off at two o'clock our time, for God's sakes. And it goes dark at five o'clock now. Right. So right. They got sirened times. off the course last night.
10: Yeah, because of darkness. Yeah, yeah you and could and
2: finish then, uh, you you could finish if you wanted to, and some guys did and some guys just marked their ball.
10: Yeah, so they'll play about. If you're teeing off late, you'll play uh, what eight, eight, nine holes. Maybe. If you're if you're lucky, has, I think Tiger has a two thirty tee time. The, the the same old Augusta problems, even without spectators, exist. That uh, those par fives on the back, thirteen and fifteen, are so reachable uh, that nobody hits a second shot. Uh, you know, until they get off the. So you got to wait for them to get oh. off the middle of the fairway, and they get three groups backed up on the D boxes, and then on sixteen, the same thing happens. Because Dustin, par
2: three.
4: Dustin Johnson just missed a birdie putt by about a fraction of an inch. He's already eight under. That would have put him nine under.
2: He's starting to run away with it.
4: Mm-hmm. I think.
2: You know what we learned? We uh, learned how you can control the uh have not rained what, to beat hell and he doesn't get any roll. Well yeah,
10: plus uh what is
2: after saying
10: that this is ba- actually a par sixty seven, he hits the ball in the in the forest on thirteen and ends up making a double, right?
6: Mm-hmm.
10: hmm That's that of course is my favorite all time hole, and that was when Ian Baker Finch was up there in the woods. And the old guy at the, the guard on the ropes there, his buddy walks over and says, what's that guy doing up there in the woods? And the guy says, that's that Ian Baker Fitz. He's a danger to wildlife. I love that guy. So.
2: <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's weird without fans, man. I'll tell you one of the reasons. How
10: about,
2: how about without ropes?
10: They don't have ropes. They just well, have little lines.
2: Uh, and you know what it, what, you know what it creates? A lack of definition. 18 might as well just be some green out in the middle of a field somewhere. Yeah,
10: that's true. But another thing, it does help, is they don't have the uh, fans out there slopping around in the mud and Mm -hmm. falling down hills and doing stuff like that. Like saying what? Hey, Mickelson, hey, hit in the woods again. (laughs) 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 Okay, uh, I miss that guy, the New York guy, don't you? Oh, yeah,
2: Oh, yeah, we need some new drops from him. Why don't you call him up and have him record a few for you? <laughs> well, uh, the all-time when he was recording it was in the press box, in the press room at Yankee Stadium
10: during right. the World Series. Right. But he's over here to pay for up against the wall, and
2: everybody's like, what is this guy doing over there in the corner? Uh, Say, <laughs> uh, Phil's got the Iowas tonight, huh? It'll yep. Yep.
10: Sergio, give me the ball. Autograph the ball for me.
2: <laughs> hey Pat. <laughs> right. hey, uh, Pat. That's one way to answer. Yes. Yes. What do you think yeah. about uh now Phil Fleck, uh you call him Phil. Phil. Uh he's got Iowa tonight. You wanna to break that down for us? Yes,
7: Iowa's gonna have a uh they're gonna have their hands full with uh Phil's squad there. They're uh they're going to run the ball right up the middle and tackle the guy. <laughs> Phil's going to run out there with the team to be right out in front of them, and they're not even going to have a chance to beat Phil.
2: Why are you not going to the game? Uh,
7: the game of flaws.
0: The game what of about flaws.
7: Well, I got myself in a little trouble, so I got to uh, take her out to Murray's tonight for a little romantic dinner in the Sid booth.
0: What'd you do? <laughs> How'd you get in trouble? I'd rather not say. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, was it amorous in nature?
7: i r- I will not tell you
0: uh, he's back. uh
7: yes,
10: yes I am yes Paul I am. Hornan died. did you see that? what? Paul Hornan died. I
2: did not see that. How old Yes the, the
10: latest uh, well, he had to be in his early eighties. Uh, he's a uh, bad dementia for the last several years, like uh, most uh, most NFL uh Players of, of that vintage when they wow. everybody led with their helmet. Part mm-hmm. of the greatest Viking announcing team ever we had here though. Right on channel, right on KSTP, McConnell and the They were mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. McConnell was a very good, uh, very good football announcer. Not quite as good at baseball, because as Harry Carey once told me in baseball, he couldn't sell a Budweiser to a man walking across the. Crawling across the Sahara on his belly. <laughs> Joe McConnell couldn't sell a Budweiser to that guy. That was that was uh, that was when I got them to take the phone to Harry's booth in the pump room at the Ambassador in Chicago to interview him the day he got fired by the White Sox and hired by the Cubs. That mm-hmm. was. Uh, that was, uh, when you, you know, when you go out and get hammered with a guy a couple of times, you can create a great relationship with him.
4: That, I had uh, a great relationship uh, with him. God,
0: Aaron, so. I would love to hear the conversation between Roycey and Harry Carey. <laughs> oh, my God. Well,
4: isn't that the famous line, Pat, when you told Harry, hey, it's about time, and he said, you're right, menus. No, no oh, that, that was, was a Bob Fertie
10: story. Bob oh. Verde, 11 o'clock at night, Bob Fertie tells Harry, <laughs> Okay, I'll go to dinner with you, but I got an early flight. I got an early flight, so I'm not going to sit there drinking with you all night. and They're at Eli's, and it's 11 at night. And Bob says, well, it's about time, Harry. And he said, you're right. Menu! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bob Verde's a hell of a guy. Is he still with us? Oh, yes. Yes.
10: He's the Blackhawk historian. You know, when old noble sports writers. Holtzman became the uh m l b uh historian. It seems like when you're when they like you and you're an old noble sports writer, they make you the team historian yeah, and Bertie's the team historian for the blackhawks Love and he talk. covered
2: he covered the Blackhawks during a lot of lean years too
10: yes, he did, and then he course yeah. became a great columnist uh uh my favorite birdie ever is that great Don Pearson was the uh, beat writer for the Bears. And uh, and uh, Bob, he turns to Bob. I'm sitting next to him in Soldier Field and said, five minutes ago, okay, Bob, what's your angle? What are you writing? Bob looks at him and says, a finger, mm. <laughs> <laughs> just a finger, mm, you know. You know what the ooh is? And uh-huh. I think Thanks, so. Bob, I'll stay away from that
4: angle. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, I don't know if you've seen uh, this latest headline, but it comes from my most trusted news outlet, The Onion, um but the New York Jets are being sued. Would you like to know why? No. The New York Jets apparently no. <laughs> are being sued for millions after using unlicensed cheering sounds from other teams. (laughs) They will be the NFL's next 0-16 team. Can the Vikes beat Chicago, Patrick?
10: Yes, they will beat Chicago. Uh, The fact that there are no fans there takes away the home field advantage. I believe Judd said today that the road teams are winning more games than the, the home teams in the NFL because there's no... You know, there's no real home field advantage this year. And I think the old Soldier Field jinx does not apply when you don't have 60,000 drunken, belligerent oh. jackasses sitting there screaming at you, threatening to puke on you at any moment when you're coming or leaving the stadium. I think that uh, the most underrated, loudish collection of fans there is. Everybody talks about <laughs> Packer fans being bad. Mm-hmm. No, Those Bear fans. Those Bear fans. It is walking the gauntlet, baby. When we used to have to go through that parking lot, if you had a, if you were a slightly oh. overweight like I am, and you were carrying a computer, and they knew what you were, they would cast aspersions at you, not only for your physical style, but your, uh, your whether you were heterosexual or not, all those things. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, your life choices, That's- even worse than uh, Eagles fans. <laughs> They're pretty no, bad.
10: No, I wouldn't say worse than Eagles fans. I just had more exposure to Bears oh,
0: fans,
6: sure,
10: uh, sure. you know, because we played them over year. We didn't play them. But I've always said the 9-10 kickoff for a Cowboys game that I covered at at Vet Stadium was the closest thing to Sodom and Gomorrah that I will ever experience. <laughs> <laughs> Walking through there about an hour and a half before kickoff, It was frightening. It was unbelievable. Well,
2: I've told you the kid I used to have won't take his little guys to a Bears game anymore because the last time they went, the guy behind him. Had a bear suit on, but it wasn't a friendly. It wasn't a friendly bear suit. It was an evil oh. bear suit with blood coming out of the guy's teeth and giant oh. claws, and it was terrifying people all around him. It was just horrible.
10: Just horrible. They didn't have. A,
2: they, he didn't have the. He didn't make the mistake of having the kids dressed in purple. I hope. He had a kid wear a Diggs jersey. I texted him and said, get that off the kid right now.
10: (laughs) They'll throw him over the back. I know. I was very worried. Throw him him over the back. man. They were something. What was really fun was covering those playoff games when it was like 10 below zero. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Let's just say they weren't uh, waiting in line downstairs to urinate. No. Well,
2: that's another thing the kid told me. It was you were taking your life in your hands to go into the uh, to the men's room. Because no, if there was a line at the urinal, nobody cared. They just whipped it out and went on the floor.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh. yes. Well, my people. Football, yeah. football,
10: and, football and alcohol is one of the great romances
0: in the history of, uh, history of this great
10: country
2: of ours. Will Gophers beat the Iwegians tonight?
10: I think they will. A lot of people don't. I don't know. They're, I don't think Iowa has a great passing game. The Gophers' problem is pretty much the same as the Vikings. Uh, they can't, uh, you know, they, if you can throw the ball, they're in big trouble. But I don't know. I was very mediocre. They uh, did play well last week and uh, won a a game after losing their first two, but I don't think they're very
4: good. I just want to know, Pat, what children's book your guy PJ is going to bust out to pump up the troops tonight before the game. You're not
10: the first guy to use that joke. I mean, mean, it's the end for me and PJ. That, That little cooling off period we have, when he's reading books about poop to his team, I... Uh, You're just done, aren't I'm you? Done with, I'm yeah. done with it. He's just, uh, you know, he's just, uh, you know I, I hope that Harbaugh gets fired and he goes to Michigan so we can get this miserable juvenile lout out of our presence. I hope he's another guy I outlast, because I'm not... You know, I can't rely on good health to outlast this guy, so I just got to hope he leaves. <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> <God. laughs> Why wow. well, we know how you feel It's an embarrassment to the state That we make stories about this,
2: everybody, right poops. About this. Yep. Everybody, everybody, everybody poops Yep Everybody
1: poops Wasn't that an yeah. R.E.M. song?
2: No, that's everybody, everybody crying
1: hurts. Everybody, hurts.
10: everybody hurts. poops Sometimes, sometimes. That up. <laughs> I'm gonna go risk a haircut, boys
0: all right. Oh, oh. In the middle
10: of the pandemic, I'm going to go risk it here.
2: All right, take luck. care. I got to look neat
10: and, and trim. See ya.
2: All right, very good.
10: Hey, Sergio, you know, Venus kicked Martina's
3: ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's doing that in the press room at Yankee Stadium, and everybody's looking at Wicker like, what the hell are you doing? Oh, that's funny. Oh, that was Wicker, huh? Yeah.
4: Can we come back with a scramble because I think we all need one. Actually, uh, I can't at this particular moment, Joe, because uh, I believe we have a call into the studio. Go ahead, caller. Hey, I'm going to have
7: him take a little off the the side and uh, uh, how about
10: uh, leave it a little bit longer in back so I have kind of like a tail. What do you guys (laughs) think? I didn't know you had enough hair to get a cut. Man got bun. A little patch, a little patch left uh, up there in the northeast quadrant. Yeah, I
7: <laughs> but, can see a man uh,
0: bun gonna... on you, Patrick. A man bun.
7: I'm thinking about
2: extensions.
7: What do you uh, <laughs> think? You might think I look a little bit younger.
0: Yeah,
2: maybe you could win the game of flaws then.
7: Yeah, uh, Katie. I know I'm. Uh, I know I'm uh, winning on the game of flaws. But run your little fingers through my hair and see if
4: that changes
6: your mind. <laughs> 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 I gotta
4: go, boys. I'll, I'll see you later. All right. Very good. All right. On that note, I'd like to let all of you know some people have been emailing about upcoming tastings for our friends over at Harmony Spirits. Rook, check this out. Talk Two to me, this Goose. weekend locally. Tonight, or I should say today from one to four, going on right now at Woodbury's. Uh, Total Wine and More Tasting is going on. Right off
1: of Valley Creek.
4: Woodbury. 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 I haven't been to that location. Uh, Say hi to Damon. He's at that stop. Okay. Sampling some of the finest from Harmony Spirits. But tomorrow, you'll find me... At the Chanhassen Total Wine and More from 3 to 6 p.m., yeah, there cheer. you can be... And here's the best part about their sampling. It's not just, you know, here here's a little bit of our yeah, bourbon. try some. They're making a little sample of the craft cocktails that you would uh, want to mm. make for yourself. That's the best part of these local I'm gonna tastings. I'm going to have to
1: go in there with the five different masks on. Right. Uh, no, I'm Jim. I'm not Ray. Uh, I'm not
4: rookie. <laughs> can someone call me a cab home? Yes, I need an Uber. Total Wine, uh, like I said, Woodbury today and Chanhassen tomorrow from 3 to 6 p.m. You can see all of their tastings, by the way, on their Twitter account. They do a really good job of updating that uh, at Harmony Spirits on Twitter, local handcrafted spirits made right here in Harmony, Minnesota. HarmonySpirits.net, by the way, is their website if you want to see the hours of that beautiful tasting room down in Harmony, Minnesota. Make your order, stop in, say hi to the fellows, and let them know that you heard about it right here on the Garage Logic podcast. The Scramble is next.
3: Right, Finally, thank God today is Friday. TGTI Friday.
4: <laughs> it's the Scramble! Look, what do you got over there?
1: <laughs> Reeves, I'm sitting on the Scramble sponsor, the Minnesotan. The Minnesotan brings you the scramble on Friday in Garage Logic. And they have a wonderful, wonderful shop that they've set up right on Highway 61. Again, uh, Garage Logic Podcast owns Highway 61. Mm-hmm. And for all of your holiday gift giving, they really do a great job of listening to their customers. It's a one stop shop for everyone on your list. Uh, the newest uh, collection is the Giddy Up collection. That's an. Um, it uh, has to do with the next governor of Minnesota, Pete Najarian, and 10% being donated to the Twin Cities Lyme Disease Foundation. Nice. That's theminnesotan.com uh, backslash collections backslash up. Just go to the Minnesotan and you can see the giddyup collection. Free shipping with code PUSHBACK. It's a great, great look, and uh, you can see Pete on some of the videos as well. And also, if you have an idea, maybe you and your buddies got an idea, or maybe it's your classmates. If you have an idea and you want it to be a reality, submit it to hello at the Minnesotan.com. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah, family reunion uh, t shirt, something like that. Maybe a class hello at the Minnesotan.com or text 651 755 6401. or tweet at the Minnesotan CO, at the Minnesotan Company. If the Minnesotan gets five to six requests of the same bygone bar, high school, institution, etc., they may just make it happen. And don't forget, submit your Scramble Friday pictures, hashtag Scramble Friday on Twitter. Uh, the Minnesotan has put some good ones together as well, so check those out. The Minnesotan, uh, 651-755-6401, or online at theminnesotan.com. Free shipping with code push They organ. are
4: going to so regret that I now know about this program. Yeah, sorry, Corey. They are mm-hmm. going to get inundated well, with my Corey ideas. let's keep Corey busy,
1: just like Spence. I
4: love uh, that idea.
2: I saw Pete Najarian speaking for the Minnesotan.
1: Yes, yeah, the uh, he's got a good buddy with uh, Corey over there, and yeah, he uh, you can he get those goofy
0: you can get those goofy Pete Nigerian shirts there because he had a whole handful of some really cool shirts.
1: Yeah, he's got a whole he's got some great. Giddy up is his uh, is his catchphrase.
0: I gotta get up there,
2: boys. It was eight months ago today that the governor declared a state of emergency oh. to fight COVID, and tonight new rules kick in. So if you are uh, scrambling. Uh, most GLers scramble at home in their garage on a Friday afternoon. But if you're out and about tonight, I believe tonight's the night the bars close at 10. That mm. does
4: not affect
2: me. does not affect me, but it will affect quite a bit of the 18 to 35 year old crowd.
4: Rook and I were discussing this before you guys uh, logged in today, but you know, I get it. You know, you want to keep the 18 to 35 year olds out of the bars to help. I get all that. That's So that's they fine. don't
2: take it home to grandma.
4: Right, and I I get that. But with these this new wave of restrictions A, and I think I mentioned this earlier in the week, now your all your bars and restaurants are going to be they're going to be gone. But B, Minneapolis is going to turn into a tumbleweed ghost town. Yeah, we talked about that little yesterday. I mean, there won't just... be
0: anyone to mug. Right? Covid, Covid is your trigger, isn't it, Reavers? Um, You're pretty well maintained until we bring up Covid in the school. I am um, Covid closing businesses because he's COVID got two. The- uh,
2: he's got the two guys at home. The old yeah. guys.
4: They're about to become should, coworkers. By the way,
0: we yeah. we should try it next Monday, Joe. Just occasionally in the middle of a sentence, just throw out. COVID. School. And then wait. Yeah, and then just wait for Reavers to just go off.
4: Kenny, how about this? I just got a text from the bride. A four point buck just ran through our backyard. I'm not even kidding. I wish I would have had time to grab a video. Hey, uh, can I tell you something? You live in South Dakota. Big deal. (laughs) Joe can do that on. There's um, one
1: in
2: my yard.
1: Right. On Main. In the middle
2: of the city, right on Main Street. Right on Main Street. (laughs) Street where you live. Sure. Right. One, two, three. Right. Hey,
1: is anybody that can kind of sniff out the uh, the finish line of this podcast, Has mm-hmm. anybody kind of like getting all their papers together and, and pushing them all aside? Right, and maybe checking getting off getting some ads. <laughs> any member of the staff kind of hustling up to get done here?
0: Joe, I have a wildlife question for you. Do I'm it.
2: here. I'm here for you.
0: Do we have turkey vultures in this state? Uh, because I've got a gut pile kind of close to uh, my shop, and uh, I stopped out there um after work this morning and there were the biggest they were bigger than geese they were the biggest birds i've ever seen some of them perched in trees Mm. some of them right down on the gut pile and then there were also three bald eagles but the bald eagles were hanging back like they were waiting for whatever these giant birds were to get done feasting on the gut pile sounds to me like you saw some vultures
6: Mm.
2: Turkish. I don't think wow. it's
3: vultures. I think it's turkey necks. You know? <laughs>
2: really. We're really looking forward to Monday. Uh, Jesse's going to join us, and I'm quite serious that I, I'm going to find his views on the I grabbed status. a couple of
3: gobblers on my last trip to the moon. <laughs> yep. I drove there in my Porsche.
2: I didn't know you went to the moon.
3: It can fly, baby. It can fly. Yeah. Picked up some moon dust, sold it on eBay. <laughs> Bought some more solar panels. <laughs> now, now you're See, now you're getting it. Now I'm eating at McDonald's for the rest of the week. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> but again, that's... You know, I hope your relationship is good with him, because you say some mean stuff. It's Matthew.
1: not mean. It's not mean. I love my guy. Right. I love my gov. Right. I love hey, some gov. G oh.
0: GLers, GLers,
2: GLers. No, it is Jesse. So, you know, he's he's got a mind of his own. Oh, I can't
0: wait. wait uh, what number is, That's why we want him. What number right. is Monday? Number four... Nine nine. Wow! Oh, the Eve, awesome.
2: the Eve of number five hundred. Okay, and you should you Great, should try to be awesome. there, Rook, for the five hundred. Yeah, we already
0: we're t- going to take Tuesday off then, right? Yeah, no,
2: no, we're going to do five hundred. <laughs> but uh, GLers, uh, cross your fingers. We hope this happens. Jesse Ventura on Monday. He said, "I don't want ten minutes." I said, well, you can have as long as you want. So I we'll can't
4: wait it. for 90 minutes of Rookie doing Jesse impersonations. No, it's we're not going to do me that. Rook, let me tell you one more thing before I let
3: you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's about 40 minutes longer than he just stayed on the line with me.
4: It's a landline,
1: by the you way. Know, it's not a cell phone. Oh, I love it. Do
0: you realize how much power and strength he has just in one arm and hand? And really, He'd rip your head off you know without
1: thinking about it and
0: accidentally.
1: With, with the COVID, he has been working out. He said, I got yeah. nothing better to do.
4: Yeah. The body, yeah. I hope it turns into him ripping Joe for an hour and a half.
2: We go so far back, we we played media hockey together. He what? was the goalie. Yeah, he was the goalie. Come on. He couldn't even stand up on skates, so we put him in the goal.
3: They told that's me I was always... so big I had to have yeah. double blades
0: <laughs>
3: to hold me up. I was, so, I was so fit I had to have double blades. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
2: Say uh GLers have a great weekend and Monday let's uh, hope for Jesse Ventura.
1: Le I, weekend commence maintenant. I think <laughs> hey it's, wait uh, wait it's part Oh wait what, wait what what No Kiko you can get okay. that rolling. All right. Joe we what? just we went with part B what comes before part B? What are you talking about? What comes before part
4: B? Parte.
6: <laughs> 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 <Wow. laughs>
4: Good luck to you all in South St. Yeah, Paul. The rest of the day, help me bring it oh. home to Daddy.
6: <laughs>
1: Speaking of, I uh, love part rare today, form
4: rookie.
1: Uh, Pod MN, you can find some great podcasts. We got Table Talk coming up this weekend. That is Pod MN on your smartphone or PodMN.com on your computer, and you never know what new podcast might be coming up
3: next.
4: Looking forward cool. to you on Monday, Governor. You're doing all right, it wrong, everybody. Podcast.
3: It's the body in for Frogman Logic. <laughs> Let's take a call from
4: Hemp John. Hemp oh. John,
3: I'm calling you in. What's going on? And Billy
4: Pierce. <laughs> I got to quit. I got to get yeah. out of here. Yeah. His name is Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is on the line with us right now, and you should call him today for a free, no-obligation consultation of 48 minutes where you're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. And Mr. Money Talk is on the line with us today. Josh, how are markets responding in the wake of all of this political uncertainty, sir?
9: Well, I'm going to put that on the back burner. Okay. I think the market is more more concerned with potential of a stimulus, earnings, earnings, and the virus. It gets a little mixed up between maybe it's the virus, and the virus did take a little center stage for much of this week, seemed to be contained a little bit, not so much with the number of cases which continue to increase, not so much with the potential of a nationwide lockdown, which is talked about by one of, as an elect Biden's advisors, uh, Michael Osterholm, the possibility and potential of a vaccine, first from Pfizer, and next up from Moderna. Moderna's vaccine seems to have the easiest way to get to people because of the temperature. But beyond that, there's still a potential that a stimulus deal could be reached uh, before the end of the year, at least a small one. The market might be disappointed with that. That could happen, and if not if not at the end of this year, then the beginning of the next year. The Fed has talked very diligently about the need for fiscal stimulus. Hopefully, the folks in Congress will listen. But that has been a little bit of political football, at least uh, from one side, trying to influence the outcome of the election. Yet, got to come to earnings. Earnings have been much better than expected. Two in particular, Disney took off on the backs of more Disney Plus subscribers than had been expected. That hurt a little bit, Netflix. And my favorite, Amazon. That's still a big thing, and there's still plenty of people who will take several of these streaming services. Additionally, another favorite, because I know you're into sports betting. And probably have fantasy football, fantasy baseball, maybe even and you're betting on this week's Masters. Well, another favorite of mine, DraftKings, reported much better than expected earnings up their guidance for the next year as more states have approved sports betting and online uh, gambling. That has also helped boost uh, two other favorites of mine, Caesars uh, Palace, Penn National Gaming. Going to be interesting, but again, the focus, stimulus, virus, and earnings.
4: Very good, Josh. And you should call Mr. Money Talk today, as I mentioned earlier, for a no-cop no obligation free 48 minute consultation with our guy mr money talk you're always going to get straight talk you're never going to get sugar-coated advice josh arnold thank you so much for your time sir have a great weekend we'll chat next week
9: thanks chris